it's time to get moving. Let's move and groove on the WOR. All right. Good morning. Good morning. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the obedience, as well as the strength and the courage, Lord, to grab the harvest that's here, Lord. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. Hey, y'all, it is Monday, which we're going to call Fun Day so that you don't have to be so dreary about Monday. <laughs> I am so excited about this week, y'all. I'm excited about this week because I believe that greater things are going to continue to happen. I believe that. We're in this season of naming it, framing it, and proclaiming it. But there's one other word, y'all, that I'm going to give you all on tomorrow morning. And I'm going to start sharing that with you today so you can get ready for it for tomorrow. On those goal charts that we have, on those what we call journey charts for this year, uh, we have three particular areas. One is name it. Naming it is simple. It's simple to say, Lord, I need your help with blank. Whatever that blank is, whatever those blanks are, whatever you want to fill in with that, that becomes the name it. Lord, I need your help with blank. Lord, I want you to do blank in my life. Lord, I need you to help this come to fruition, this blank. Whatever that is, that becomes your name it. Now, as I expressed to you all, all through last week, the week before, and the week before that, once you name it, you have to make sure that you're doing it and you're asking in Jesus' name. See, you, you don't want to ask in your name because your name ain't as good as Jesus' name, so you want to use the best name that you can find to ask him because if you ask in Jesus' name, he will deliver. So here we go. We're going to name it. After you name it, you know, name it is just what? It's asking God for those things that you desire. That's all it is. And then you sometimes start out vaguely, and you, you don't really know specifically what you're asking him for or how it's going to come to fruition. So then you go to the next step, which is frame it. You know, your frame it, what it's doing is, is, Lord, the things that I'm asking you for in my name it will be evident by me seeing blank. See, so you want the evidence when you begin to frame it. So you begin a picture. Framing it, all it is is a picture of what you are desiring from your name it. Because the name it is vague, the frame it becomes a little bit clearer because you begin to visualize what you're asking God for. Because you don't know when he's going to deliver. You don't know how he's going to deliver. You don't know in what capacity he's going to deliver. So you have to be ready by framing it and having a picture or a sense because once you name it and then you frame it and then you see it come into full fruition, once you see it, don't you forget to thank God. Don't you forget to thank him. Don't you forget to thank him the moment that you see a picture that you asked him for in your name it. See, it's important to know these steps because these steps are really just kind of, it's a road map. If you want to know where you're going, you've got to get on the right road and say, if I want to go north, I've got to take 85 or I can take 95. I can depends on which, which direction I want to go. I'll take 85 or 95, and then sometimes they combine, but at least I've got to know whether I'm going north or south, east or west, because you can't take 85 and go to the west coast. It just don't, it doesn't, it doesn't go there. 85 goes north and south. 95 goes north and south. You can't take 95 to California. You just can't. It just doesn't go that way. So you have to recognize what direction you want to go. So this, this, this journey chart that we have here is saying, do you want to go for more from God? 
That's what it's asking you. Do you are you asking God for more in your life? Are you asking him for a bigger blessing? Are you asking him for better health? Are you asking him to become debt free? Are you asking him to become more wealthier? Are you asking him to have better kids? Kids that don't act crazy when you take them out, you know, the, you know, in the street. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. So, you, are you asking for those things? Because that what you're asking God for, He will deliver. He will deliver. I mean, you, you think about this thing. You have to begin to ask God for the things that you desire. Believe in him that he can do it, will do it, and shall do it. And you got to thank him for doing it. So that's what we get to when we get to name it, frame it, and then you proclaim it. When you begin to get the third step, proclaim it. When you proclaim it, you are speaking that thing out of your mouth. But you're speaking out of your mouth the desires of your heart. That's what you're doing. I want a house. Okay, you want a house. All right, that's what your name it is, right? Okay, what does the house look like? I mean, how many bedrooms is the house going to have? Are you going to have one bathroom or are you going to have two bathrooms? Are you going to have three bathrooms or are you going to have two bedrooms or three bedrooms? Are you going to have four bedrooms or five bedrooms? What does the house look like? That becomes your framing. See, if you, what are you going to proclaim? That which you frame and that which you name? Y'all don't hear me. What are you going to proclaim? That which you framed and that which you named. So as you're proclaiming it, you're consistent with your message. Your message is consistent all the way through. And you have to stay consistent. Speak what you want, not what you don't want. Speak what you want. Reaffirm. Continue to put a petition before God of the things that you desire the things that you want him to bring to full fruition. If you want oranges, why are you talking about apples? I mean, I know it's a fruit, but you don't want no apples. You want oranges. So if you're going to speak that thing, make sure you're consistent all the way through. Somebody want to give you a pear? I don't want a pear. I want an orange. That's what I want. I want something with vitamin C in it, that orange, the vitamin C that I need. So you got to begin to proclaim that over and over again, and don't change the script. Stick. To the script, y'all. Stick to the script because, see, sometimes you start wavering. You start wavering on the script. Well, I thought I wanted orange, but I guess I'll have some orange juice. Well, I guess I'll have some, uh, some orange powder soda. I guess I'll have – you done reduce what you asked for in the beginning. Instead of asking for the full blessing of God, you're asking for the watered-down version. Why? Because you waver on that which you're asking God for. You got to stick to the script once you name it. Once you frame it, once you proclaim it, don't change the story, y'all. Don't change the narrative. Don't bend and break because of the fact that things don't look like they're supposed to, but it's going to look like. you got to stay on point. Stay on point. Don't change the script. Keep it moving forward because after a while, after a while, they say after a while, y'all, after a while, God shows up and he says, okay, that's what you want, that's what you named, that's what you framed, that's what you're proclaiming. Oh, yeah, here you go, here you go, here you go. So you got to begin to understand this week, y'all. This week, we're going to tap into that fourth area, and it's called the power of God. We're going to talk, into, talk about tapping into the power of God. That's what I, that's what I said, y'all. I'm telling you, this is the week where we're going to be able to get into, to learn how to tap into the power of God. We're going to do that. I'm telling you we're going to do it because we got to begin to learn how to really get the most out of God. And sometimes we don't know how because what? We haven't tapped into the power of God. 
when you begin to tap into the power of God, you begin to see some wonderful things. You begin to see Jeremiah 29 and 11 come to full fruition. You begin to see that thing right before your eyes. Once you begin to believe that God can do all things. I mean, it says it in the Bible, y'all. It says it in the Bible. And the moment that you begin to, to, to see this thing into full fruition, you begin to say, wow, that word really works. That word really works. How do you know that it works? Because the Bible says that it works. The Bible says it. I'm not saying The Bible is saying it. I'm just reading the Bible, y'all. All I'm doing is just reading the Bible out loud. And I'm, I'm like that, you know, that, that Sunday school teacher, but I'm that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, school teacher. You know, so I, so, so I believe that once we, once we tap into the power of God, then we begin to see. We begin to see his goodness. I mean, it's amazing how he begins to work, y'all. It's amazing how he begins to work and begin to see this thing crystal clear, y'all. I, I, there's a scripture I want you all to write down this because I want, y'all to, I want y'all to tap into this right here this week. Write down Ephesians 3 and 20. Ephesians 3 and 20. All right? Now, I want you all to write this down because I think this is going to help us this week as we tap into what? The power of God. I'm going to show you all on, the, on, the, on this chart what, what, what that last word is, but we're basing it on tapping into the power of God. That's what we're going to do this week. We're going to tap into the power. Tomorrow morning, live on Facebook, we're going to show you we're going to show you live on Facebook tomorrow morning how to tap into the power of God. We're going to show you what, the, what it looks like. So y'all get ready this week because that's going to be, that's going to be that part four of your, of your journey chart. So Ephesians 3 and 20 says this. I'm reading from the NIV. Ephesians 3 and 20 says this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Oh, this is going to be a great week here. I got to read that again because I want, I want to get this thing into my spirit. It says, now, to him who is able to do immeasurably, yeah, I mean, that's a big word right there, immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. If this ain't some good word, I don't know what is. See, this is what's exciting about this, this, this Ephesians 3 and 20, is that the power of God, y'all going to get this this week. Y'all going to get because I'm going to drill it into you. I'm going to drill it. I'm going to put a drill in it. I'm going to put a hole in your head this week with this word right here. The power of God is in us. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm telling you, yes, it is. See, his power, right now, he is waiting for you to use his power. And this week, I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be teaching on this thing this week. I can't wait to get deep into the week because I'm telling you, the word right here is just coming alive. His power is in us. Now, it says right there, now to him. Who is him? Huh? Who is able? to do immeasurably more. Did y'all hear it? I didn't say less. I said more. And I didn't just say regular more. I didn't say average more. I didn't say mediocre more. I said immeasurably. That's the word you need to look up. That word is so long, sometimes you got got to break it up. Not measurably, 
immeasurably. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? More than all. He didn't say some of the things we asked. He said everything you ask for or imagine he can do more than that. Yes, he can. Y'all don't hear me this morning. Y'all don't hear me because I'm about to I'm about to get excited over here. See, when I read Ephesians three and twenty, I it took me right back, y'all. Y'all know where I gotta go to. It took me right back to the twenty third song, y'all. It took me right back to the twenty third song when it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. See, it this is right in correlation because when it says here, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or think, I said to myself, Oh my goodness, what do I want from the Lord? Because my mindset is too small. My mindset is too small. My asking is too small. My asking, because what he's saying, after he says, after all I ask to think, according to his power, according to his power, oh, that was now that right there really got me. It ain't my power. It ain't my power. It's his power. But guess where that power lives? That power lives within us. Everybody say, I got the power. Say, I got the power. Say it. Say it. I know I can hear you. Go, go ahead and say it. Say, I got the power. Say, I got the power. Yes, I do. I got the power. See, a lot of times you're waiting on the power. You are waiting for somebody to come like a knight in shining armor. You're waiting for a knight to come in shining armor to swoop you up and say, hey, now you got the power because I'm with you. No, 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 no. It don't work that way. The power is already in us. When he created, he put the power in. It's like a cake, y'all. In order to get a cake, you got to put some flour in it. I mean, you got to put some flour in it. You don't have to get, but, you know, a cheesecake don't put flour in it. But, you know, you got to put some type of ingredients in there. When God created us in Genesis, when he went back to Genesis and he created us, when you go back to Genesis and you see what he did, all right? And see, this is why it's so important to understand this Bible because a lot of times we miss it. Okay, we don't think we're in the Bible. We think there's folks in the Bible, but we're not in the Bible. No, no, we are in the Bible. Michael Woods is in this Bible right here. I'm in this Bible. I'm written all over this Bible, okay? So when we go back to Genesis and we, we look at Genesis and we begin to say, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they got together and created me in their image. Do you hear what I'm saying? So, 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 so what he did was he said, I'm going to put a little bit of this power from God. I'm going to pull a little power from the, from, the, from the Son, and I'm going to pull a little power from the Holy Spirit. Ooh-wee! He gave me three doses of power. He said, I'm going to put some of this power in what? In you. Man, I want you to work it. He said, that's what he said. Y'all see the word right there. Y'all knew I was going to come up with that. Work it. He said, work that power. Why? Because I put the power inside of you. When I put the power inside you, I didn't, leave, I didn't mean for it to be dormant. I didn't mean for you to sit around on your, on your behind and do nothing. I, I put that power in you so you could work that power. I didn't put that power in you so you could just sit and mope. I didn't put that power in you so you could just sit and complain. I put that power in us so you can work it. How do you work it? You work that word, y'all. You make that word come alive so folks can see it, so they can see it fully manifested. See, this word is working in your life when you work it because the power of God is in you. It is in you. I want you to say it. The power of God is in me. Say it again. The power of God is in me. Say it again. The power of God is in me. I want you to say it one more time. The pow- I can hear you. You better say it. The power of God is in me. See, when you begin to believe that the power of God is in you, you begin to work with a different work attitude. 
Yes, you do. Oh, this is going to be a great week, y'all. This is going to be a great week. So you're going to work it out. You are going to work it out. What are you going to work out? The power of God. Because see, a lot of times you're waiting to be healed. When God already put the power of healing in you, you're waiting to you 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 you're waiting to advance to your goals when God has already put the power of you to be able to reach your goals inside of you. I don't know if y'all hear me or not this morning, but I'm telling you this Ephesians three twenty it is letting you know that the power is in you. The power to name it. The power to frame it. The power to proclaim it. It's in you. If you open your mouth, if you get a picture of what you want, if you start asking God for more, he just told you. Didn't y'all read the same thing that I just read? Didn't didn't y'all just read it? He who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine? I mean, come on now. He ain't just saying. He ain't just saying it with your mouth. He is saying with your mind. God is saying, hold on. Uh, that's all you want. I mean, is that all you want? That's all you're going to ask me for? He's saying, go back and imagine some more. He said, he said, go back and dream some more. You want that little bitty house? Uh, that's all you want? Come on, man. You can do better than that. Can't you imagine bigger than that? He said, ride down the street where the house is bigger. That's what he said. He said, that's all you want in your bank account? And he said, is that all you want? Uh, come on now. Imagine, imagine that I can do more. That's what he's saying. He said, just, just use your imagination. Because you have lost your imagination. When you lose your imagination, you lost your mind. That's what he's saying to you. You done lost your mind with your little-minded thinking self. That's what he's saying. That's it. He's hitting you over your head. He's, he's, he's hitting you over your head just like uh, Fred Sam used to call Lamont. He said, you big dummy, that's all you can ask for. That's all you want. That's what the Lord is saying to you. He said, come on now. You can imagine bigger than that now. And if he said you can't imagine bigger than that, get around other folks who imagine, who are dreaming bigger. That's what you need to do. Get around some big dreamers. Get around some big-minded people, people who are doing big things for God, who, 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 who are utilizing all their skills and their talents and, their, and, you know, and, 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 and those things for God. I mean, get around some big-minded people. I like being around people, people who just think big, who just imagine things that most folks don't even, can't even imagine. Think about it. We didn't imagine nobody walking around with no phone in their hand without a cord. We had a cord hooked up to the telephone, the telephone hooked to the wire, and you better not go more than 10 feet because you're going to pull the cord out of, out of the wall. Huh? When did you imagine a telephone that you could walk around and talk on? Then you can actually look at somebody somewhere else, not see somebody, not hear somebody, look at somebody somewhere else. Imagine that. Imagine that. You're looking on your phone on Facebook tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock, and you see Ramona and I sitting out of the way in our house. Imagine that. He said, I can do all things. That's what God is saying. I can do more than you can ask, and I can do more than you can imagine. My question to you, ladies and gentlemen, my question to you, boys and girls, my question to you, mamas and daddies, my question to you, aunts and uncles, what are you imagining God to do in your life? What are you asking him to do in your life? Or are you sitting on the sideline as a spectator? watching everybody else be blessed, and you talking about them. Look at them. Look at them. They think they all that. Yes, they all that, and a bag of chips because they ask God to be blessed. I'm telling you, this is going to be the week where I'm going to show you the power of God and how it can work in your life too because it already says right here in Ephesians. It says it right here in Ephesians 3 and 20, y'all. Now to him 
who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. The question is, the question of the day is, are you ready to work the power of God in your life? That's the question of the day. Because it's, it's, he already said it, y'all. When he created us, he gave us a little bit of this and a little bit of that. He gave us a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And he put something inside of us. He said, I'm going to put the power. I'm going to put my power inside of you. So when you run up against obstacles, when you run up, start run up against the stupid stuff, when you start to get stuck on stupid, he said, he said, when you get stuck on stupid, pull my power out. My power will help you get past that point. I, I'll help you do that. He said, hey, that's what he said. He said, you got to tap into my power, though. You got to tap into God's power. When you tap into his power, oh, my goodness, golly, you talking about, woo-wee. You talking about working it out. See, the word will work it out. The word will work it out if you believe in the power of God. You got to believe in his power, y'all. I'm telling you this. It is so amazing that, you know, you begin to see this thing come full fruition. You begin to see it unfold right before your eyes. You begin to see this thing say, wow. Look at what God did. And you, you know, it's amazing sometimes because you sometimes, you, you just because you, you, your, your mind is small, you think it's magic. It ain't magic, y'all. God ain't no magic magician, okay? Hocus pocus. No, uh-uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. When you believe in God, it's not magic, it's miracles. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? It's not magic, it's miracles. He works in the miracle business. He says, okay, Everybody else don't think it can happen, okay? That, that's the doubters. That's the people who are hating, the people who are player hating, people who are spectating, those people who don't believe it's going to happen. But, see, God's power works whether you work it or not. Y'all didn't hear me. His power, it's like I gave you all the example back uh, months and months ago when I gave you the example of the power plant, the power plant, right, that God's power source, it never shuts down. It never shuts down. I got to go back to that again because y'all got to. I'm gonna have to give y'all a review on that one. I'm gonna have to go back to that to, to, to that example of the God's power plant and that and, and, that, and, that, and that pole and how you get the power of God on you. I'm, I, I'm going back to that, y'all. I, this is my week. I'm going back to that. I'm going back for a review so that y'all can remember what was taught about the power of God. See, God's power is like the power plant that never shuts down. The question is, are you connected? That becomes the question. Do you have your cord out and have it connected to the power source? Oh, this is going to be a good week this week because I am going to lay this thing out for you again. You hear me? Because we got to understand the power of God. Because some folks will think that the power of God is just temporary, just, you know, every, every now and then. No, 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 no. He said what? Immeasurably. Immeasurably. You can't even measure how much power God has. You haven't even tapped into one-tenth, one one-thousandth. You, you haven't even tapped into one one-millionth of God's power. Why? Because you ain't asking for nothing. You ain't asking for nothing, and you ain't imagining nothing. So if you're not asking for anything, you're not imagining anything, guess what you're getting? Nothing. Y'all know the song, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You know that. Huh? You got to have something. You want to be with me? So you got to have something. You got to have something. You have to have belief in God. If you want more, you got to ask him for more. You got to believe he's going to give you more. 
You got to proclaim when they give it to you, and you got to thank him along the way. You got to thank him when you name it, thank him when you frame it, thank him when you proclaim it. And this last one, y'all, this last one I'm going to give y'all tomorrow. Oh, I'm going, I'm going to bring this. Y'all, y'all, I'm going back. I'm going back to show you the power of God. I'm going to go back and show you that power source. I'm going to go back and and really bring this thing crystal clear to you because I think it's so important. I think it's so important. That that thing hit me, y'all. Ephesians, when he said, hold on, he said, now to him, now to him who is able to to do immeasurably more than than all. He didn't say some. That's that's the word beginning me, y'all. He said everything you can think of. I can do more than that. Everything you can ask for, I can do more than that. That blessing you asked for, please. The Lord said, please, come on now. Come on now. You joking, right? You joking, right? <laughs> come on, really. Come on. That's what the Lord said, really. He said, really. That's all you asking for. Okay. And then he said, what? That's all you imagining for? Come on now with your little imagination. You got a little bitty baby imagination. A baby can imagine more than you. And here you are, a grown woman, a grown man. You can't imagine more than that. And you ain't asking God for nothing? Come on. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. The devil is a lie. See, the devil don't want you to ask. <laughs> the devil don't want you to ask because the devil don't want you to believe. That's why the devil don't want you to ask. He just stay right there in your little state of mediocrity. Stay stuck on average. That's right. You average Joe, average Jane. Huh? Go ahead. Stay right there. Huh? Doubting Deborah. Come on, who are you? Come on, you, that's, all, that's, that's exactly what the devil wants you to believe. He wants you to stay right there. He don't want you to even know that the power of God works in you. He don't want you to know that. Why? Because that defeats his objective for the day. He's saying, look, as long as you don't know, this is what the devil is saying, as long as you don't know about that thing called the power of God, oh, you're going to be okay. Because you know what? Me and you are going to be best friends. Yep, yes, you are. Yes, we are because you don't need to know about the power of God because you are, you are okay just like you are. It's okay you broke. It's okay you, 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 you overweight and you don't want to lose. It's okay. It's okay you in all this debt. It's okay. It's okay you don't want more. It's okay you stop dreaming. It's okay. The devil is saying it's okay. God is saying, oh, no, 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 no. He said, ah, Ephesians 3 and 20. He said, I can do what? Huh? Immeasurably more than that. I can do immeasurably more than that. That's what he's saying. More than we can ask or imagine according to his power. Now, whose power is it? It's his power, right? But he said, that is at work within us. See, I'm going to leave y'all with that because tomorrow morning, y'all, I'm going back live again. We're going back live tomorrow morning. I'm going to bring this thing full circle for you. I'm going to bring it back full circle all this week. We're going to talk about the power of God, the power of God, how you can tap into the power of God because it's inside of you. It's inside of you, my people. It's inside of you. You got to get it out. We got to see you work. You got to work this word this week. You got to work this word. The devil don't want you to work this word. The devil is mad right now because you woke up this morning on a Monday. When he says you should be sleeping, laying sideways, 180 degrees, he's saying, he's saying lay down. Lay down and go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Don't you, don't, you, don't you call that number in the morning, uh-uh, and don't you tell nobody to call that number in the morning. Don't you tap into Facebook tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock a.m. in the morning, uh-uh, and don't you tell nobody to tap into Facebook at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's what the devil is saying. The devil is saying, oh, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. 
Don't do that now. You, 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 that's what the devil said. Just stay where you are. You okay, average. You okay, mediocre. You okay. You, you okay. The devil tried to convince you that you okay. And God is saying, uh-uh, no, 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 no. God is saying, wake up. Uh-uh. You can ask me more, for the, more than that. You, I, I, you can imagine more than that. What you imagining for? What you asking him for? We're going to show you all our chart again tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., y'all, because I'm telling you this week right here, we're going to tap into the power of God, y'all. We're going to tap into that power. Yes, we are. Ramona, that's it. That's all I got for you today. All right. That was good. The power of God. And it's so so weird that you said you're going to talk about the um the power source, because I swear I was thinking about the same thing. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the obedience, Lord, yes, as well as the courage and the strength to grab the harvest that's here, Lord. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. I want you all to have a wonderful day, a wonderful All right, all right. Amen. Y'all get ready. Get Amen. Ready. Amen. Good word. Good word. Yes, all right. All right. All right. Have a good